Welcome to the League of Melanated Gentlemen podcast. I am Spencer, and I am one of your hosts, and I am happy to be here on this, the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am joined today by the League of Melanated Gentlemen, the two gentlemen that make this podcast a possibility, the two gentlemen that have come here today to bring you another MCU review. I was gonna make a variant joke, but yeah, uh, this is just Brandon. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's time to make a variant joke yet. We, we, we don't know if these are variants yet. Sure. But oh, this is Jordan. Uh, I guess I'm going to introduce myself. This is Jordan. You know, it's me. Uh, so as I'm sure you were aware by the title, today we will be reviewing Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. This is the third movie in the Ant Man franchise. Uh, a couple of things. First, socials. Jordan. Yeah, so you know we have the Facebook group, so feel free to join that at the League of Mennonated Gentlemen podcast. We also are on Twitter, the LMG podcast, and we're also on YouTube at the League of Mennonated Gentlemen podcast. You know, if you want to talk all the nerd stuff to us, reach out to us there. So, yeah, League of Mennonated Gentlemen on Facebook. Excellent. Second thing, spoiler warning, Jordan, run it. Listen to these words, for they may determine your next course of action. This is your official name brand League of Melanated Gentlemen spoiler warning. We are issuing this spoiler warning not only for the piece of media or content that is in the title, of this episode, but also for the world or the universe in which that piece of media or content exists. If you are not caught up, I would highly recommend you pause my voice, you catch yourself up, and then you join us once again. If you are all the way caught up and or if spoilers do not offend you, please enjoy. And with that out of the way, let us go ahead and begin. I will be reading a synopsis in my own words of the movie, and then uh, we're, we're just going to talk about it. Uh, so, we open to Janet Van Dyne meeting the person that we will later learn is Kang in the quantum realm. In today times, uh, Scott Lang is living his best life. Since being an Avenger and winning the Battle of Earth, he has become a successful author. His daughter, Cassie, has decided to be a social justice warrior and got herself arrested, so Scott has to bail her out. While having dinner, Scott learns that Cassie has been working on a quantum realm GPS, pretty much. Um, but activating it sends a signal to the quantum realm. Janet freaks out, and the whole ant family is pulled into the quantum realm. Cassie and Scott run into some locals fighting against oppression. Janet, Hank, and Hope go and meet with Lord Kryler, played by Bill Murray. Uh, he lets her know that since she left, Kang rules with an iron fist, and he is just playing the game. Uh, they steal his ship, and Janet tells them what happened. She thought Kang was, you know, just a traveler. So she helps him rebuild his ship uh, to give him the power 
or to give him his powers back. She learns that he is actually a conqueror and responsible for an absurd number of deaths. And so, you know, she can't just have him leaving and stuff. But we learned that he was banished as punishment for all that he has done. So she enlarges the battery that he needs so that he can't escape. And then we see uh, Scott and Cassie hanging out with the locals, and they are attacked by Modoc. We find out that Modoc is none other than Darren Cross. <laughs> Scott and Cassie are hanging out with. Uh, no, I already said that. Um, so uh, Scott and Cassie are taken to Kang, and Kang wants to make a deal. If Scott shrinks the battery back down to its normal size, he won't kill Cassie. So obviously, he's going to do it. Uh, he gets there and starts multiplying into a slew of himself, which at first is just a fucking mess. But then he gets it together and he helps himself get the job done, but it doesn't work. But luckily, though, Hope comes in clutch. She shows up and they are able to accomplish their goal. Kang then captures Janet and destroys the ship while Hank is still on it. He is saved by his ants who have become super intelligent through super evolution and, you know, quantum realm nonsense. And Cassie is able to save Jintora and they get a message out to the people to rise up and fight back against this oppression. While being chased by Modoc, uh, Cassie is able to convince him to not be a bag of dicks and he helps them in the fight against Kang. Modoc dies and the ant family fight Kang, but he's just he's just too much. Uh, just when it seems like all hope is lost, Hank shows up with the super ants and they are able to assist in the defeat of Kang. Janet repairs the battery and everyone hops through a portal back home except for Scott because Kang ain't done. So they start fighting and Kang is beating his ass. Uh, Hope comes in clutch once again and is able. they are able to destroy the battery, which sucks Kang into it, uh, presumably killing him. Cassie, since she made a quantum GPS, is able to open up a portal to bring Scott and Hope back. Scott goes back to living his best life, but then he wonders if his actions are going to just ruin everything, but then decides, eh, fuck it, it's going to be okay. And then he keeps it pushing. In the mid-credit scene, we see several different versions of Kang have a committee meeting about the death of the banished Kang. And in the end-credit scene, we see a tiny trailer for Loki Season 2. Credits. Or, well, I guess black screen, because that was after the credits. So, yeah, movie's over. Very nice. Very nice. Plus. Job. Great job. Great job. And so, as I'm sure, if you've been here before, then you know what a teaching moment is. And today we have two for you. So I will let Brandon have the floor to discuss Kang the Conqueror. Kang the Conqueror. Yes. So this will be a teaching moment about Kang. Uh, and I'll kind of give you kind of his backstory, both MCU and a little bit of comics um, originality. All right. So Kang is uh, also known as Nathaniel Richards. He's a human. He's not anything crazy, especially he's not an alien. He's a human who uh, has figured things out. So he's a he's basically a time traveling entity. Uh, he appeared in comics. He's also appeared in comics as many different variants. Obviously, he's appeared as Pharaoh, uh, Ramatut, 
believe that's how you pronounce it. Um, yeah. Mortis and then Iron Lad. Iron Lad kind of has a cool little backstory, and they may get to it in the MCU. We'll see. Um, so he first appeared in 1963, first as a Mortis. That was his first appearance, and that was in Fantastic Four. Uh, Fantastic Four in uh, number nine, issue number 19. The next year uh, in Avengers, uh, uh, in an Avengers comic, that's the first time we saw Kang in 1964. Uh, Kang was created by Stan Lee, R.I.P. So great, so great. Um, okay, so Kang is basically a genius. He's skilled in hand-to-hand combat, as he showed when he gave uh, Scott Lang that work. He was stomping uh, his ass out. <laughs> Definitely like giving that boy hands. Yeah, like up, oh, up, oh, oh, jab. Like he was giving him that work. Um, some of that, some of that creed training. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's really great with advanced tech. He's really good at handling any sort of tech and kind of manipulating it to his, you know, to his will. Uh, he's really good with energy and and creating holograms and using it for projectiles and things of that nature. Um, I think the big thing is like, what is Kang's goal? So I'll kind of give you what his goal is in the comics and then kind of touch on what Spencer talked about is his goal within the MCU cinematic universe. So the comics, his mission was to visit many points in time and conquer conquer them in hopes of amassing a great army, which he kind of did in the, in the movie and, uh, and built, build it over ages to take over the world, take over all timelines and things of that nature. Kind of a, Kind of more basic, you know, take thing, all things over, right? Uh, it's funny because in the comics, Kang is, and you see this with kind of other villains, he's a bad guy, but if the things kind of maneuver in his in his favor and it also matches with the superheroes, he'll help the superheroes. I actually watched a, uh, a Marvel's uh, Avengers uh, episode not too long ago, animated series where Kang was helping Falcon, right? Like, he will help people if it also uh, is in his best interest as well right um in the ncu mcu kind of what switcher talked about daniel richards of the scientist discovered the multiverse they kind of touched on this in loki as well discovered the multiverse he also saw that other variants were out there but those variants were also aware of him and other variants so like all the variants of nathaniel richards were aware of each other because they're so smart and uh usually all of them were pretty skilled and, and very intelligent so um, Nathaniel Richards noticed these variants and decided, and he noticed that they were tearing the multiverse apart because they were all trying, they all had pretty big ambitions. So he decided to eliminate the variants and eliminate the timeline those variants are in, right? And so um, he started basically a multiversal war, which he kind of touched on in Loki. And the, the in that first post-credit scene, that is the Council of Kings. That is all the Kangs that are out there. There's a council out there. And to end the war, Kang, that is the what we call the prime Kang. That's who we saw in this movie. He was the villain in this movie. That's the prime Kang. Uh, he was he eventually joins the Council of Kangs, but due to his ambition, due to his dangerous nature, due to his his uh ambition to usually want to like be the number one guy, they exiled him, which we saw in the movie, which was explained. And um, yeah, he's exiled and he was sent to the quantum realm. Um, so that's kind of the backstory of Kang. Kang's a very powerful, um, very, very powerful um, villain. I will say in the comics, they, they've kind of boosted him up a little bit in this because I know someone said, I think, I forgot who said it, but they were like, Kang is, you know, he, may, he makes 
Thanos, Thanos fears Kang. And it's not true. Like if we're talking about just comics, like Kang, like strategically tries to avoid Thanos in the comic book. So I think, I think, um, yeah, I think most, most people try to avoid Thanos. Yeah. Like Kang strategically maps out timelines. He's going to affect things he's going to do to avoid Thanos. So um, it's interesting how they're going to super, uh, but I like it. I kind of like Kang is a great villain to use as we saw in this movie. So um, I like the little switch up and the little changes they made. So that is Kang. I will, I will say also that if people like Rick and Morty, they will ever, they'll notice the uh, council of Rick's and the council of Rick's is a direct, you know, they got this directly from the council of Kang's. There's also a council mm. of Reed Richards as well, but yeah, Rick and Morty fans know what the council of Rick's are. That, that's and where actually, they got the inspiration from. That's a good call. That one of the writers of this movie is one of the writers of Rick and, Rick and Morty. So, oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't even know that. Oh, well, yep. look, there you go. <laughs> yep. You can kind of tell now that you like see it and hear about it. You're like, ah, that sort of makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, especially with uh, one of the creatures that we end up seeing, the little red. Exactly. Guy. Exactly. That could easily be in a Rick and Morty episode. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And we have another one for Modoc. Yeah, so Mr. Modoc, um, they said in the movie, Modoc is an acronym which stands for a mental organism designed only for killing. And there was also a joke in there that he should be Modofka. Yeah, yeah. That's an F. But yeah, so Modoc first appeared in Tales of Suspense number 93 in 1967. Also created by the great Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. You know, they created a lot of these characters. Um, real name is George Tarleton. George Tarleton. Uh, and actually, in the version of the comics, he's 12 foot, 750 pounds. So oh he's definitely God. a big, yeah, he's a big head fella. Uh, <laughs> 12, yes, foot is, 12 foot is really big. Yeah, that's yeah. like big in a basketball goal. So just imagine how big he is. Yeah. So, um, Originally, he was he was originally like a regular person. He was just an AIM soldier uh, working for AIM. And if uh, AIM, we've seen him before in the MCU, the advanced ideal mechanics. Um, but this one, they were studying the Cosmic Cube and they ended up kind of needing to do like human experiments. And so unfortunately, uh, he was chosen. And during this experimentation, they kind of, you know, morphed him into what we see Modoc is today. Um and actually, his head was his head grew so big that they ended up having to get a hover chair for him, which he called the Doomsday Chair, um, which we also kind of see that they changed it in the MCU. They kind of made it his suit, um, but you kind of still see his arms and legs hanging out. Um, and yeah, that's I mean, that's exactly what Modoc looks like in the comics. Um, also, some of his powers that he has, he has uh, superhuman mental. So like he's really smart, computer smart. Um, obviously, his chair can kind of do a lot of the. Um, kind of the weaponry that we see him use also his check and do that but also his biggest thing is kind of his psionic powers so he uh i believe he did it one time in the movie you can kind of see the pink um there's like a pink energy effect come from his forehead yeah um you see that so he does that in the comics as well and also he has mental control um but in the comics he also becomes the head uh head person of aim he's always been one of like tony stark's you know rivals just because aim and um and tony stark's company always go at each other and so yeah he's always kind of been a nuisance um and actually i mean that that's really it for him he 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 appears a lot but he doesn't really he doesn't really accomplish much really he's just more of like a right. 
like an annoyance, really. Um, yeah. But yeah, he pops us all over the place. And also, he has his own TV show, too. I don't know if you guys checked that one out. It's on uh, Hulu uh, with Patton Oswalt. Oh, I think it's the name. Yeah, it's him. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's really it for Modoc. He, he's he's cool, but I mean, I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of Modoc. And that has been a teaching moment. Uh, Brandon, what did you think of this movie? Oh man, start me up. All right, all right. Um, <laughs> I personally believe this is the best movie in the Ant Man franchise. Personally, okay. I I had a great time. I got a really good time. Um, did it have its holes? Sure. Did it have some things it could clean up? Absolutely. But I thought we got our outstanding villain performance. I thought Kang was the star player. Right. Once he, once Kang, I thought the movie was good up to that point. But once he showed up, it kind of took it to a whole another level. It gave it a stakes and a seriousness that kind of made it like, oh, okay, this is why it's called Quantum Mania. This is why it's we're here, basically, is for these type of stakes and for Kang. And yeah, I just thought, man, he just he did a great job. He was captivating. Anytime he spoke, he was spitting bars. Like, and you could feel like I thought I thought he was gonna kill Cassie for a second. I was like, hey man, hey, like Scott, thought- you gonna have to I yeah. thought the same thing. I thought he was gonna kill her, and then rewind time so to show him that, like, yeah, I'm serious. I can really kill your daughter, right? Do like, it, and then rewind time. Like, yeah, that's what I thought it was gonna be. That's yeah, like shit, he was know? he was playing no games, and so that's why. And I like the fact that Scott took him seriously after that, and and he was like, no, no, Janet, no, no, hey, hey I got to deal with Kane. I don't care what y'all doing over here. I gotta go get my girl, but. Yeah, I just thought the the movie overall, like, obviously it was heavy CGI, which usually isn't my thing, but I thought they did a good job with it. Like, uh, they made the jokes hit for the most part for me, uh, other than, like, the holes joke. That was the only one that (laughs) that was just like, eh, okay. But otherwise, I thought everything else pretty much hit. I think think the change to MODOK was smart. Um, I thought that was really good. I was very uh, surprised when I found out it was like Darren. I was like, what the? Just yeah, like no, Scott it, was, he was like, right. Darren? When his mask flipped up, everybody's like, Darren? yeah, Darren. <laughs> but in his death at the end, hilarious. Like <laughs> one of the funniest parts of the whole movie. Uh, I was over here dying like because they made it like a dramatic scene. Like people really cared. Uh, and he wanted to be an Avenger and whatnot. But yeah, I thought so just quickly. So. I love the comedy choices. I thought they were really good. I uh, I enjoyed Cassie, the daughter, way more than I thought I would. I did not think I care about her whatsoever, but I thought she did a good job to where I'm like, oh, I'd, I'd enjoy seeing her more. Um, I, I love Janet. She was amazing. I thought I thought it was really smart to use her as kind of the connection between Kang and helping Kang get to the point to where he got to. I thought that was yeah. smart. Um, I really liked Hank Pym. Like Hank Pym was a G in this one. Like, oh, I agree. Yeah, like they they gave Hank Pym his moment that he he deserved. Like, um, and I thought he was really good. First credit, like I will say the first post credit. I didn't like. The, I'll say I didn't like like the ending for Kang since this is Prime Kang. I was a little upset with the way he went out, but you know we know how that MCU does. And I'm not quite sure if he's dead. I'm not quite know, convinced that, on that's that. Same. We're going to get to Same. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then, okay, so I kind of low-key wish Scott Lang died, but I'm kind of glad he didn't. We can kind of get into that later as well. And then I didn't love the first post-credit scene. I thought the the, the 
I kind of get it now that I've read and done more research on Kang. I was like, oh, okay, I see why he was in the Pharaoh, blah, blah, blah. But the, the, the suits and the aesthetics just didn't look great. It looked kind of low quality to me. Um, but the but the Ant-Man, I like the Ant-Man-Loki connection. And then I'm interested to see how they handle like the first Nathaniel Richards in that time. But overall, thought it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I don't see what the, all the backlash and all the you know reactions. I don't get it personally, but you know, I had a good time. Jordan, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the movie. It wasn't it wasn't the best to me, uh, but also it wasn't bad. I don't think this is the best Ant Man movie. I still think Ant Man One is better than this, um, but this is far way 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 better than Ant Man Two. Um, but the movie overall, the movie definitely gave gave off like a Guardians of the Galaxy feel to it only because they were in a quantum realm and they were kind of encountering all these um they're not aliens i mean what are they i don't know what they call creatures uh yeah multi-virtual multi-virtual yeah, creatures. Yeah, yeah whatever they are um so it kind of gave me a feel to that uh for me quantum like, beings i guess Bird. yeah like you said kane jonathan majors he killed it as kane and i i cannot wait to see more of him um the, for me the jokes hit I, I enjoyed every single joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was worried I about laugh. it. Yeah, I, I was, was worried about it. I laughed at all the jokes. It wasn't well, nothing, nothing. He likes Ant Man jokes. Yeah, it, it, it didn't. You just don't like go too far. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. They they brought back uh, uh, the Wu, the Agent Wu with the card oh. trick. They brought that oh. back once again. I was wondering if they would do that with the credit card. Yeah. Uh, so it was kind of good to see that happen. Cassie, mm, she might have been a little weak point for me. It's just. I don't know. That was that was a that was a little weaker point for me. But like I did enjoy the Janet stuff, like the stuff with Janet, Hank Pym. I don't know if you got this got this feeling, but the scene where all the ants came from behind him, it reminded me of Iron Man One when he he blew the Jericho missile, and you see like all the smoke like come towards him, and he just like has back turned towards it. That that, that kind of reminded me of that. Um, Also, I mean, you mentioned a while ago the Darren dying scene funny like that that yeah. one that one had me laughing um <laughs> yeah overall man I, I enjoyed it it wasn't the best it, it was i feel like it was only okay to me but it, I, I feel like i had a good time with it uh i did enjoy the mid-credit scene i guess that one was ripped directly from the comics i didn't know i also did a little more research on kang as well um, and i guess that that panel is taken directly from that um and we also see the other three kings uh that was surrounded by it and then I ended up watching Loki, the last episode, kind of, you know, tie everything back together, which was pretty cool. Um, yeah, overall, I had a good time. What do you think, Spencer? Um, I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I mean, I, I did enjoy it, but it's pretty in the middle as far as like MCU movies for me. Um, I would agree with Jordan in that I think Ant-Man 1 was better. Um, but, I mean, I definitely didn't hate this movie. Uh, for the most part, I agree. The jokes, uh, they did hit. I don't think there were any that I was just like, Ew. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, even when he had holes, I was like, I, I knew that was what he was going to say when he was being shot up. And yeah, uh, that little guy was funny. Like anytime he was, he running, was, it was great. <laughs> yeah. Bro, the little war scenes when he's running with, and he's screaming. Yeah. That's yeah, like, those, those were great. Um, of course, you know, Jonathan majors, he, he went in there 
and did his damn job. Like, right. yeah, dude, he would. I watched, so I watched Loki. Dude, he's, I mean, I knew he was bigger, but like, he's like grades bigger from when he appeared in Loki and he appeared in here. Yeah. And I know it's because of that Creed. Yeah, he got that Creed weight. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, telling yeah. You. But yeah. Uh, yeah, he did it. He did a fantastic job. And I think that he, because one of the things I wondered just because I, have only seen him in a couple of things like i know he's about to be in like everything but up until this i had really only seen him in lovecraft and the harder they fall and so i was wondering like how is he gonna do being a bunch of different versions of the same person like Mm -hmm. so essentially how is he gonna do being different characters at the same time on one screen or being different characters in the same movie because some people can do that pretty well and some people it's not great right and i don't have any doubts that he's gonna be able to do that yeah like i i uh not that i just was doubtful but again i just hadn't seen a lot of him but yeah i'm I'm pretty sure that he's gonna be able to pull off like a bunch of different like these two they're both kang but they're nothing alike Oh yeah, like he's gonna be able to do that as many times as he wants to, so I don't think that'll be a problem. Um, But yeah, uh, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good, but I can't say I was blown away by it. One thing I will say, uh, and and I will ask you to this question: Do you think it lived up to its title, Quantum Mania? I think, I think so, personally. Yeah, I was gonna say I think so, but also I think the mania part, like, is yeah, I, I would say yeah, yeah. I was gonna say the mania part is what like kind of throws it because you expect a lot of craziness, but I mean, if you think about it, it was it was kind of a lot of stuff. Well, it was pretty crazy. I I, yeah. I think it I think it did. I think it lived up to the mania because yeah. there was a lot of nonsense in <laughs> this movie. It, there was a it lot was of little... just. Just, just like, what is like, you're like what the like, fuck? Like, <laughs> drink the ooze. What? Yeah. <laughs> right. Whole uh, Modoc was random as a hit. Like, yeah, I think it lived up to its name. The dude, the dude like, who could read his brain. Oh, that and that was a big thing to me because that eliminated him as uh, Reed Richards. Yep. Yeah. Or does it? Yeah. Or do, who knows? Multiverse. Who knows? Yeah, they, they can do what they want. Like, who right. knows? But the dude, it, uh. What was the, the thing with the the shiny, not the shiny with the head. eyeball oh, thing? Yeah. yeah, the light lighthouse face. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I immediately thought of uh, what's homie from Thor, uh, from Asgard, uh, the oh, destroyer. The destroyer. I immediately thought of him. Oh, you talking about? I thought was, I thought he was another character named he, the Orb. I think he, but I don't he know is based on him. something, but yeah, because. Yeah. Like, I don't think he was the only one. Like, I think there was more than one of... I was trying to figure that out. I was like, is he the only one? Is there, like, two or three? Because I, I, I thought I saw another one, but I don't know. But, yeah, like, he was a problem. Like It was a big problem. Yeah, like, he... Uh, that little face laser, he was... Yeah, uh, like, you see, you see, like, move around in the background, too. Like, he was shooting, and it was almost zigzag. Yeah. And then Kang uh, had to do away with him. <laughs> he put him yeah. down the hall. I was like, God. Yeah, God. he freaking... It reminded me of... Uh, on Shang Chi, when Shang Chi's dad, you know, fired the rings at him, he turned it back around on him. Oh and yeah, that's what that reminded me of too. That was like dope. It felt like some Sonic stuff. That was tough. Yeah, like Kang did a full counter. Yeah, exactly. 
That was that was tough. That was like, tough. And, and he he hit him right in his face. <laughs> right. I guess it's face. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, like sent that shit right back. Returned yeah. to Cinder. And he <laughs> died. Facts. It was a wrap. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it lived up to the I thought I think this lived up to the name way more than Multiverse of Madness did. Oh, absolutely. I think that it lived up to its name just in general. Like right. even if Multiverse of Madness had, I, I I still feel like this lived up to Quantum Mania because, as far as we know, there's only one quantum realm. Right. And we got a it was, good grasp of it. It was wild in there. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> that thing was wild. Yeah. So I would say yeah. y'all want y'all want to back up to the beginning of the movie and kind of go through it. Yeah, sure. I was gonna say, so how did you guys feel like once you seen um uh fuck look Janet? Janet and Jonathan Major's character. I was like, okay, I wonder what they went through. So like we you know when they first opened it up, they he crash landed there, and I was like, Oh, like what are they gonna do with him? Like I was real confused on how they were gonna kind of flip it and spin it to how he actually got there. And mm. I thought it was pretty pretty like good story between them two. Cause you know, she's there 30 years. You know they spent a lot of time together. Yeah, so. and that's what I couldn't figure because I'm like, all right, Kang could easily kill her. Like even once he caught her the second time, he could have just marked her and just been like, "You betrayed me." Because Kang, like he he was just more, he was just wiggling fingers to do. Shit. Yeah, so like, I'm like little little, t- little tips and taps here. So you're like, <laughs> he could have been done with her whenever he wanted to. So I'm yeah. thinking he has some sort of, I mean, obviously he had a connection with her because she pretty much saved his life. But also, I wasn't wondering if it was like a romantic element there. I wasn't sure. Same, but, I was wondering that too. Yeah. But and then no, with, I, with Bill Murray, they kind of. Yeah, oh, yeah, they, they definitely <laughs> Murray was throwing. I'm like, Hank, you ain't going to let this happen, are you? Like, I would have jumped oh, across know. that table. I been, bro, I would have been sick. Yeah, I'm like, bro, we got to <laughs> throw these hands. Now, one, <laughs> we got to catch a fade. One question I have. So. Whenever Janet was in there, it was a proper 30 years. Scott said that when he was in there, he was in there for five years out here, but it only felt like five minutes or five hours in there. So how does that shit like, is it, does time move or does time not Bro, move? I, mean, I don't even, I, it hurt my head. Yeah. I don't even try. Yeah, time I, mean, travel stuff. I don't even want to, I don't yeah. even try to think you about it. broke my brain. Years. Because yeah, they like, I mean, one of the things about the quantum realm is that time works differently in there. But it sounds like for Janet, it didn't. It sounds like time just worked in there. Yeah, I'm not, I can see that. I'm not even, even going to try it. Because I, I mean, I don't know if it was how many years it was there. I know it was 30 years, obviously, on Earth, but like, on but that, like, she, she would have lost track of time, though. Like, there's you don't have, you have no clocks around you. But time you doesn't no exist. Day, night. Yeah, time but, doesn't exist there. But that's what I'm saying. Like, how did she experience 30 years as 30 years, but Scott in Endgame experienced five years as five hours? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Good question. Well, can't can't yeah. think too deep into it. It's all I know. I don't know. Um, because, I mean, she said, I was in here for 30 years. I got lonely. Yeah. And uh, that conversation was funny. That was hilarious. Uh, Hope was like, stop it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kept going, oh, and then Hank was like, "I went on a date one time." It was Lisa. Oh yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> like, "What happened?" It's like she wasn't you. I was like, "This yeah. dude trying to get them brownie points." I will say one oh. last thing. 
I'm sorry. Go ahead, Joey. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna I was gonna comment on the costumes. What were you, you gonna comment on? Uh, mine was kind of similar, but with the sh- I I I'm kind of mixed on the ship of the I'm kind of mixed on the design of his chair and his ship. Like yeah. I'm a little like because you know comics was really it was dope. Like it was just a chair. It wasn't like a ship attached to a chair. It was just a chair. So I, yeah. I was a little mixed on that, but I did like the way the visual of the ball. That yeah, I, I kind of like that. And I, like, I thought the suit was dope. Apparently during his first appearance. Um, the the version had a ship that kind of looked just like that apparently so like the mm-hmm. one that me and you and you know Spencer are familiar with is just like the chair right. back in the 60s apparently he had like a whole ship that looked real similar to that God, uh, that's okay. that, yeah like I said I was, I was looking at I was looking at into more of Kang as well and uh, that's what I found out it's like because my my recollection of Kang yeah it's just a chair because whenever I think yeah. of Kang I think of like immediately what comes to my mind is Earth's Mightiest Heroes same same yeah so yeah, like that's my king. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean that that, and I feel like that's gonna be probably a lot of people our age. You know, that's gonna be our king too, because it's probably the most well known king as well. Yeah, the I king they, Yeah, exactly. I thought I thought they did his suit pretty good. I thought his suit was amazing. Well, that's what I, I was gonna say. It was practical. It was everything comic accurate to me. That's what I was about to say. Everything to me was comics accurate. His his suit, the scar on his face, Janet's yeah. suit. So I feel like yeah. with Janet, they kind of combine not Janet Hope. Hope suit looks just like Janet's suit in the comics. So I mean, because in the comics, you know, we mainly focus on Janet, right? Um, but her wasp suit, her wasp suit looks just like that in the comics. Um, I thought her wasp and, suit had a lot more yellow on it. Well, th- I thought it was yellow. Like it was a lot of yellow and black in this one. Okay, oh, in this okay. one, yeah. Maybe in this I'm one, thinking it was of her yellow. previous one because like, yeah, in that previous one, it was just like I think it was red. It was like yeah, black well, and red. Yeah, I, I thought. Think so. uh, Okay, I I don't know why I thought she was just in like a dark blue suit. That's a uh, Cassie. You're right. Yeah, Cassie. Yeah, yeah, that was Cassie. That, which I because think, I noticed is, that too. What is he? Is her name? I think Stature. I think it's her name. Yeah, I think that's her superhero name. But we never hear that in this movie, as far as I yeah. know. Yeah, because I, no, I yeah. definitely was wondering. One thing I do like that they did. Um, since I pretty recently watched Ant Man one to you know do some homework, yeah, I like. I like that they called back to the stuff that he had to learn. Because in Ant Man One, he had to learn how to do stuff, and then we oh. watched him teach her yeah. how to do a lot of like how to apply those same things. And yep. I I really like that they did that. Yep. I like yeah, that. Like, what does he jump? What does it say? Jump and press or jump? Jump and tap. Jump and, jump yeah, and jump tap. And tap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And she was like, like, like it, she was like, real quick. I did. That's what I. I was like, no, you didn't. Yeah, she kept like just jumping and like landing flat on whatever surface. Yeah, that was tough. It's like a talk about, about freaking Scott Lang has been taking advantage of uh, his newfound stardom. My boy got a book, he got a podcast. Like, That's what you do. Living. That's what you He's do. He's living man. his best Practical. life. Yeah. yeah, you've been in yeah, jail. You're, you're right. like, all right, I'm not trying to go back. I got to make yeah, take like, advantage I, of this. I got stuff to take care of. And also, uh, with Ant Man 2, I'm pretty sure that Agent Wu was like, if you want to go to dinner, you know, we yeah, got dinner. And that's we got exactly that. what they called. They went to, to dinner. Yep. That was outstanding. That was outstanding. Yeah, I like that. I uh I thought overall, I really loved like I thought they were gonna mention the podcast, but oh yeah, he got a full book. Yeah, yeah. I wonder yeah, I wonder why they didn't do that. But um I thought they did a really good job in the movie overall of like the giant size. Like picking when to use giant-sized, uh, you know, Ant Man's uh, powers, 
one thing that I don't like in general, but I understand why it happens, is anytime anyone's giant, they move in slow motion. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, uh, the anime fans in here, uh, have watched Attack on Titan. And in Attack on Titan, that is not the case. Boy, what? <laughs> they're a little funny, ready. Yeah. Some of <laughs> them are moving. weird. Yeah. But yeah. Them, them giants be moving. And, yeah. And that's the thing that I know, like in Attack on Titan, they move at like regular speed or what I would consider to be an appropriate speed for somebody who's giant, but still able to move. Like, why does being giant make you move slowly? Well, I guess if you think about the Colossal Titans, they don't really, they don't really move that fast. Well, yeah, but they're, there's a reason for that. Uh, But I'm just saying like, they are giant and able to move at an appropriate speed yeah but i would say maybe most things like giants just move slow and i don't know if that's maybe that's just how normal science though yeah i would say maybe that's how our our eyes perceive something moving that fast but also that big like it looks slow to us maybe like if i see a whale jump it looks like it's slower than it actually is like they're like a doll a regular dolphin you know just jumps out the water and back in where a, a whale does it, it seems slower, but it's not necessarily, you know, it's just because they're big and like visually. Um, I feel like that's kind of the way. I, yeah, I, like, I wonder if it's the way our eyes perceive it, maybe. But I mean, I definitely get what Spencer's saying. Like, we yeah, are, I mean, like they're always running slow motion. Yeah, because it, it looks like they're running, it looks like everything they do is slow. Because even uh, I watched uh, Endgame not too long ago, and, you know, he grows giant and then punches the the big, like, one of the yeah. big insect things in the face and it it's happening in slow motion. Yeah. Yeah. But makes sense. I don't know. Um, I, uh, that's just one of my nitpicky things that is not specific to this. It's just kind right. of in general, but I always wondered like why giants have to move in slow motion anytime we see them. But, uh, I will say I, I was a little I, sad not to see Luis. Kurt I think that the fact that this was quantum mania, I'm glad we didn't like we didn't need them being in here wouldn't have made sense. Like if we would have seen them, it would have been a like it would have been for as long as we saw like Agent Wu. Yeah, I said maybe them ringing a doorbell or something like trying to trying to find I, out, calling calling somebody's phone something. I want, I want to see them a little bit. They should have included them in the last post credit scene. That should have been the time to do it. You throw them in there. And and then, or you throw him in there at the beginning when Scott is giving you the rundown of what he's doing, use Luis to do that instead of uh Scott doing it. So just throw him in a little bit because that's a fan favorite, like that's a that's a that's a that's a consistent thing for all Ant Man movies that we all look forward to. Because what I thought they were going to do, I thought that there was going to be some type of version of them in the quantum realm. And then Scott was going to be like, you remind me of someone. Oh, yeah. Like, that's how that I, I just assumed that would happen. Gotcha. Like, I just figured there's going to be a Luis style character in the quantum realm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, I was really hoping to see them. Because I that I thought there was going to be a Luis style character in the quantum realm, and he was going to explain how Kang got where he was. That'd have been funny. Like that'd that'd that, that's how I thought that was going to go. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, how do you guys feel about like I guess to go through the characters? How do you feel about Scott Lang in this movie overall? Like, did he hold his own? I think so. Um, yeah. I think he, you know, he 
made some good jokes. He like uh, his characterization made sense in this. Like as far as in like before they got there, he was you know living his best life, doing what needed to be done, and you know just trying to stay on top of things. And then you know also trying to keep his daughter out of trouble. Which I definitely thought his daughter. I definitely thought his daughter was like turned into a bad apple there for a minute. Like when she was in jail, I thought I was like, "Oh man, it's gonna be like a dad trying to get his daughter to like come back to the good side." That's what I definitely thought about that was at first. Real, yeah. I liked like I was really enjoyed like Scott's arc in the movie. Like he kind of started out as like, "Yo, let's just get back home. Forget what all these people is going through. I don't really care. <laughs> let's and- just get." Get back. That's a real definition of not my problem. That's one yeah. question I had was, do you agree with Scott or Cassie with that? Like, do not you, my problem. Like, who who no, side were you on? You know me. I'm always for the man of duty. So yeah, you gotta dude, you gotta man. help people out, man. Because if he gets no. out, he's your problem. No, can get no, out. Man. You gotta get and then. And then, uh, well, not Cap or Tony anymore, but somebody gonna look at you from the Avengers and be like, "Wait, so you you had a chance to stop this dude, and and you didn't but take that opportunity? If they would have got out, Kang would have never had an opportunity to get out because they Boss. he need he needed he needed the uh, he needed Scott to be there. Yeah, he if Scott would have left, he would have still been stuck. That's a good day. That's true. That's true. That's what, what you so that that's yeah. what I'm asking. Like, who whose side are you on? Stop. I would have like, been up out there. Like, do you leave if you can, or do you stay and help until you're no longer needed? My name say, is Bennett, and I ain't in it. <laughs> I will say, at the time he was trying to make the decision, it was early. He didn't know Kang was specifically looking for him. He just knew we're in the quantum realm. We're trying to get out of here. Well, yeah, he didn't know what the situation was. All he knew was all of these people are being oppressed by a tyrant. Exactly. And Cassie, Cassie said, we need to help them. And Scott was like, no, we need to go home. So well, in that scene, whose side were you on? Well, I gotta Dude, go. Uh, we talking about some alien, Brandon, you, are you realizing that you're talking about some alien looking people? You gonna stay and stick around there? I mean, we there, right? Like, no, right, we're there. I don't want to be there. As soon as I see a nigga with no head and he got a laser eye, I'm out. If I see a red <laughs> thing that's yelling at me, drink my blood, I'm out. First Before I even seen that, if I see some, some grass Dude. or flowers that look like some dance and some crazy stuff, I'm out. You're saying this as you. I'm saying that's- I would be Scott Lang. I would have fought Thanos. I would have fought... <laughs> a, oh my god. A war with a bunch of alien ships coming down and I had to turn big. Like you've yeah, seen like, weird stuff before. Yeah, I can grow and shrink. Yeah, exactly. Like my I know what a pin Oh, okay. I thought is. you were talking about as me as myself. You saying no. like if I was Scott. If if you're making the argument, what position would you okay. be in? What I am on Scott Lang. Uh I'm with Cassie. You help try to get these people out. Because at the time it wasn't like they could be like, all right, we're going home. Beep. All right, now we're home. Like they didn't know how to get home at the time. You know what I mean? So at least while you're there, try to help. And maybe they can help you get home. No, nah, I probably still wouldn't help. I probably would just bounced out. What you what 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 about you, Spencer? Uh yeah, I'm out. Like <laughs> awesome. you're all I, dirty, bro. Hey, I, at the end of the day, 
It's not my problem. That's what I'm saying. Not my problem. This is what's wrong with the world. You're not wrong, but I got people that I need to worry about. And so as far as as far as my own priorities, no, I'm getting the fuck up out of here. You you don't get your whole family with you. Your daughter would could potentially die because you want to stick around and help out. You don't even have Janet. You don't have Hank. No, that's just like my priority is finding them and yeah, getting yeah, out. Yeah, I'm saying we gonna yeah we're gonna get them. We get, he didn't even like, know Cassie I'm had not, a suit at the time. Yeah, like I'm not saying yeah we just dip out right now because we can't. Like that's not an option. But like if if the options are we with intention stay here to help these quantum folk uh, with their tyrant, or we find the ant family and dip the fuck out. I know what option I'm choosing. I know <laughs> yeah. where my priorities are. I am going to leave. This is not my home. I'm out. Cassie, I understand you want to help. You're a freedom fighter. You're a social justice warrior. You want to help these uh, quantum folk. I get it. We're leaving. Frank, <laughs> like, wait till I get back home until uh, Captain Falcon that Hell I rescued up. these quantum mating people. No, yeah. I'm saying I'm going to help. And then, yeah, I'm. Like I'm gonna, gonna help, die. and then in the process of that, I'm gonna find my people. You gonna die? You gonna die, Brandon? I'm Ant Man. I'm not. I'm not to die. Well. If, 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 we, if Cassie didn't have a suit, he probably was gonna die. And if we end up helping, you know, whatever. But like, that's not why I'm here, and that's not yeah. my intention right now. I am trying to find my people and get the fuck up out of here. Because there are a bunch of people, aliens, telling me to drink some weird Kool Aid monster's blood. That's not even and why. Like that has nothing to do Like that, that's irrelevant. Like I'm getting the fuck up out of here, regardless of that. Like y'all, they could have been weird, or they could have been completely, you know, accommodating and help. Like no, I nah, feels the, like the island of Themyscira, and I get transported there. Oh you know? God, this is this is what I'm talking about. about. This guy. So stick around a little bit. So the aliens are ugly. That's why you're leaving. You're leaving because <laughs> the aliens ain't cute. This is this is what's wrong with the world right here. People yeah, like you know, I might I might stick around. You know, see what's going on. Man, I'm, like, I'm gonna be Captain America over there. Even if the aliens were cute, I'm leaving. <laughs> because I'm I have I have other I have obligations and other people that I'm trying to take care of and so those are my priorities and quite honestly this is going to sound terrible but fuck those randoms I'm getting my people <laughs> out that is damn my shame. goal that is my priority and that is how it's got to be it's damn shame I'm going to be a superhero and actually help folks that's what yeah, I'm going to do that. You, you do that you do that you, you end up like Quicksilver but if if it is very clear to me that what happens down here does not affect what I got going on up there, I'm out. Yeah. You're right. Y'all you suffering are, ain't got nothing to do right. with me, and it's about to continue to have nothing to do with me. <laughs> I will say one of my favorite scenes of the movie was the what Spencer talked about when he was down there trying to retrieve the thing for Kang. And a bunch of uh, Ant Man, oh, the record, the record Ralph scene, yeah, yeah, like that was fire to me, and it was funny too. But also, the parallel of him sort of almost acting like ants 
all of them like yep. picking them up saw and that. taking saw them tours. That. Yeah, that was that was fire to me. Yeah, my wife my uh, wife called that out too. I, I yeah, saw that. Like, and it, it also shows you that no matter what universe, what variant you are, they always care about Cassie. Cassie, exactly. They put they they put everything aside. Yep. And it was like, yo, this one this one wants to get Cassie. We got we got to help. Exactly. So, like that I that agree. was huge. That was See, big for the story. That's that's what I'm talking about. Like. That's that's what I'm here to do. Yeah. And right. if that means everybody gets saved, cool. If it doesn't, cool. But I am here to make sure that my people are taken care of. That's what we're gonna do. And so that's 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 how it's gotta be. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, I definitely I definitely noticed that that they all were like ants and everything. And I liked and another thing I loved about the movie, just that thought of okay she enlarged it so now it's just a damn near like a plant like a big old thing you know what i mean and he can't like the point of him needing um scott lang would like it all made sense like he needed scott lang to, to so we could actually get up out of there like his goal was to get up out of there and take his army with him um yep. so, I, so yeah i do feel like they kind of redeemed hank pym's character because i think i text both of y'all i rewatched both ant-man's like right before and Ant Man's like history, the way they talk about him, like he was a real dick. Like he, they was in Ant Man too. You know, he talks about how he had his partner um, Bill Foster, and basically him and Bill argued all the time, didn't get along, didn't like each other. But then they also had um, another partner. Uh, I can't remember his name, but it was Ghost Ghost's dad, and they had a falling out. Even though the dude was from Hydra or whatever, like they still had a falling out. But I feel like a lot of stuff in Hank's past was like he was a, not a nice person. And I feel like for them, for in this movie, they kind of almost redeemed his character because you kind of felt bad for him. I feel like he lost his wife for like such a long time, and now he got to deal with all this stuff that you know his wife could have been doing. Well, Hank <laughs> isn't a good person. Like, oh, I agree. Yeah, yeah the comic books people don't know. I would say people don't terrible. Know the <laughs> they, uh, they they don't know that. Yeah, comic books. Hank Pym get canceled. Pretty and uh, also, I would like to, um, you know, have a quick. Um, edit to one of the things that we said earlier um in an earlier episode we mentioned that civil war was the first time they used the de-aging that we saw but in ant-man i think that's the first time we see it because the beginning of ant-man is hank pym in the 80s and i think they used the de-aging on him in that scene i think you're right i think that's so right. i think i think that's the first time we see it yeah. and it was like that was Michael Douglas in the eighties. Yeah, facts. So, oh, you're great. right. Yeah, I just, I just looked it up. Yeah, so maybe they maybe they just maybe nailed it even more. Because they used it for that. They used it for Guardians too. They used it for um, Iron Man. I'm, I'm sorry. Like we're just talking about with Avengers, uh, Ultron. Yeah, yeah they, they started. They, they and they really used it in Captain Marvel. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. They did real heavy in that one. Yeah, like that yeah. was a that was an entire movie's worth, right? Right. Oh yeah, you're right. That's where I thought I thought Civil War was at. I just had to look. I did too. And that I mean, yeah. yeah, like that's that occurred to me, you know, doing my homework. So, yeah. But um, what were your thoughts on Yellow Jacket being Modok? I liked it. Good call. I would say a good callback. I did. I will say. I didn't, even though that's Modoc's character, the way his face looks, I wasn't a big fan of the face at all. 
there's right. no way to make that look real. Like, exactly. gonna, yeah, and, and I know. Like, that's, they did a good, that's what it's going to be. Yeah, they did the best they could with as far as CGI in it and making it look like a yeah, face, but just... also that size. Yeah, because it's got to be a weird, stretched out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah the dimensions got to be weird. The dimensions are really tough to pull off, but I think the quality of the character kind of superseded any, like, you know, CGI issues I had. Because, I mean, it wasn't perfect. Yeah. It definitely wasn't perfect. But, but there was no way you can't. Yeah. I don't know that making that perfect is possible. And I think it kind of looking a little weird kind of lends to the character. Like, it was funny. Oh, yeah. He's supposed I mean, to look. Head. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Modok is supposed to be weird as fuck looking. Didn't he like touch his face? Like, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Doing a dying scene. <laughs> that dying scene was very Deadpool to me. I died in Avenger. He's like, yeah, he's like and they were uh, like, because he was like, you were like a brother to me. It's like, what? he's like, I was. We <laughs> fought in a briefcase <laughs> from a helicopter. Yeah, like, I hated you. Like, yeah, literally tried to kill me. That was that was funny, but yeah, like the fact that um, because yeah, Darren and Cassie have a turbulent history. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was like, he was like, she was like, Dad, I saw a man dressed in a bumblebee outfit try to attack me when I was six. Right. I was yeah, like, yeah, I will that, never be normal. Definitely happened. Yeah. yeah, and then whenever she was like appealing to him, like you don't have to be a dick, <laughs> and he was like, it's too late. Look at me. <laughs> yeah, I say I was definitely like surprised because I so I've se- I've seen the toys. I'm a toy collector, um. So I've seen the toys and what they look like. So I figured that Modok was going to keep his uh the facial mask on the whole time. And when he unveiled it, like I was definitely surprised. Oh yeah, when I saw that it was him, because I I was worried that they did a similar thing to Taskmaster where it was just a robot. When I yeah, saw yeah. It had a face that didn't move, I was like, God damn it. As much as I hate Modoc, I really don't want him to be just a machine. Yeah. Like, or yeah, like something that somebody created with no sentience. Like he needs to be weird and uh have an actual like existence. He and, definitely got checked by Kang. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He got checked real fast, real yeah. quick. And uh, yeah, him up I, against the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kang was a problem. It's like in that room. Yeah, like Kang was too much. Too much. Like, like creating portals, just a wave of his finger. Like that was tough. Yeah, like I was like, what are they gonna do? And right. I, I was that same way. I was like, I don't know how they're gonna beat this dude. So how do you feel about what they did? It was some ants. I. That was the. <laughs> The yeah, uh, Hank explained. Yeah, Hank was like, "What if they they've been in this two lifetimes or something like that? They've already evolved or something." I was like, "What?" Seeing that, yeah, it's like they've lived a thousand years in here and they've become super intelligent. I was like, "What the fuck is?" Th- I don't. Yeah, Even when he they, created the were... the portal, I was like, "Oh, I was like, he's struggling, but he about to, you know, some Dragon Ball Z type power up, all them all. wipe them all out." Like that's yeah. what I thought too. Yeah, that yeah. was a rap one. I would like, I, like I said when I was talking about, like I, I, I thought it was really cool when all the ants went rushing past him. Mm-hmm. I still think that Kang should have been able, like Brandon just said, he should have been able to just wipe them all out. I feel like, but yeah, the, that it was, was that kind of fell apart for me a little bit. And 
I'm not as mad about that. It's more the the scene when he comes back, right? I like when he comes back. That's fine. You know, Ange jumped on him, messed with his tech. That's fine. But then when he comes back, the fact that, like, they use the same, pretty much the same way, you know, the the energy thing got blown up. They did it and just shrunk it. And now he got caught up in it. It was kind of like, all right, I don't know. It was kind of weak, to be honest. And it's prime kink. So I I don't know. Maybe we can get to it later. But I'm like, all right, this is prime king. Okay, like this is the king. Prime king is what everyone knows. And he's like the, the biggest one, right? We know he got sent there for a reason. But like if we're thinking later down the line, they're probably going to face all those kings in the uh, Kang dynasty. But it's like, I don't know. I just think killing Prime Kang was tough. Also, or, well, we don't know, know if he's dead. And yeah, sure. my, my next question, do you think he's dead? Do you think he's dead? No. Uh, because of the MCU, I would say yes. Oh, but in my mind, I want to say no. Okay. I, I, I didn't think he was dead until the council said yeah. he's dead. Yeah. Like, right. Once they said it, I was like, "Oh, oh, I guess he's dead." Yeah, same. But un- until they said, like, I was like, "Oh, he's just because Darren Cross didn't die right. when we thought he did," and so I was like, "Kang is probably fine." Uh, I mean, not fine. Like he's he's gonna have to do some stuff. Right, like get he, out. he's he's yeah. gonna come out and be pissed. Thank <laughs> you. Hot. But I mean, um, he's not dead. But then when they said he's dead, I was like, "Oh shit!" That changed them saying he's dead changes things. That's huge. I will say, so the Loki scene—that's the first Nathan. That's Prime King, right? That's the first Nathaniel Richards out there. So I'm like, okay, is there something in Loki season two to to somehow accidentally like create? Kang again. I don't I don't know. I don't know how I'm supposed to explain that, but like because there's Kang there, and I'm I'm assuming they're gonna try to kill him or take him out. Well, or I mean arrest him. I mean it could be I mean, I feel like oh, it's so tough because you know, at the end of Loki, he talks about a new he a new timeline was getting created. So like I, I just I just watched it the other night. So during that scene, uh Amor, not Amortis, he who remains. He says that he doesn't know what's going to happen now. So he knew everything up. He knew everything that was going to happen up until a certain point. And when that certain point happened, a new timeline got created. So I wonder if that new timeline is what this is, what we're in, and maybe what this new king like is in. That's what I feel like. That's what I think. Yeah. Because that's kind of what he saw when he went back to the TVA. That's a whole new timeline. People don't even know who he is, why he's there, what they're talking about. So maybe that's, yeah. maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Like that's the new timeline that was created. Now you have Nathaniel Richards again because we created a new timeline. So we have a new Nathaniel Richards and right. and maybe they go from that. So yeah, right. it definitely could be there. It's just. Also, so Kang talks about how he could make Scott relive the death of Cassie if he wanted to. He talks about time all the time. In that last scene when he's kind of in his bubble, I also thought he would freeze time because unless he can't do it, unless he has maybe access to a ship or something, but we don't see him freeze time at all, like time manipulation at all, because he talks about he can do it, but he never does it. And so I was like, how come he just didn't kind of freeze time at that moment? 
and escape. So I thought he was going. I thought we he would escape this movie. So like, be honest, before this movie came out, I thought Modok would be the big bad. I thought we'd see a little bit of Kang. I didn't think we would see like all the fighting that we saw with Kang. Like I thought he would be in it. I thought he would freeze time and escape. And on that last scene, that's what I was thinking was going to happen. I was confused when he said that because of how time allegedly works in the quantum realm in that it doesn't. I didn't think he had time manipulation powers there. I thought I figured he did outside of the quantum realm, but I figured the fact that they banished him to the quantum realm. Oh, you're like, right. Like that's a part of you're the thing. Right. Because he right. talks about how he can do that for Janet, how he can take her back, you know, and finally, if he helps, if she helps him get out, he can help yeah. her, you know, relive the day Cassie's at the door, not Cassie, Hope. Uh, whatever her name is, Hope is at the door. Yeah, like, it'll be like yeah, you never right. left. Yeah, right. you're so, right. It, that's the reason they banished. I forgot about that. Good so, point. yeah, that's, that's what I, the, I was confused when he said that because I was like, I don't, how, how, how are you going to do that? Because I don't think you can well, do I that. Guess they don't, well, I guess they don't know that. Well, maybe what's called did. Maybe Hope did. No. You know what he probably uh, He probably Janet. figured. He probably figured, all right, Scott, if you don't help me, I will take the pin particles off of you, make somebody else do it, and then I'm going to get what I want regardless. So either you can go down there or I'll take your shit and send somebody else down there. Right. Yeah. So maybe that's what that was. Yeah. But he probably figured that's the best man for the job. I just, <clears throat> I guess, and that, you know, Kevin Feige got a plan, but it was just like, why are we, why are we killing Kang Prime, I guess? But, you know, I guess you got to work your way back. I'm pretty sure that's not the last time we'll see Kang Prime. Like, that's oh, just, I, I'd be shocked if it, it was. can be. Yeah. But again, them saying he's dead made me wonder. Right. That's, that's right. the only thing. Like, that's, the only piece of this is them saying he died. Because if they hadn't mentioned him dying, then right. I would have just, like, there would have been no part of me that thought he was dead. Facts. I, thought, I would have thought he just got sucked into a, you know, something else. You and get he'll, out he'll be back later. Because the the little ending thing said Kang will return. Yeah. 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 But that could be any Kang that we saw. Yeah. Like, we saw a lot of Kangs. Thanks. Agreed. Thanks. Another cool scene I thought was when they did that little combo. So when Wasp kind of threw Ant Man, he kind of grew to finally get past that shield. Oh that yeah, was, I was I dope. Was that was dope. Shield. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah, I really like that. I like I like him going through the city too. Like he was pissed. He's like we had a deal. Like him going yeah. through the city, tearing it up. That, oh, and when they had, did the whole like, like Kang was like, "All right, let's launch," and then you hear footsteps, boom, boom. Yeah, and like boom. you see him come out the smoke. Smoke, yeah. I was like, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That was that was nice. That was really good. And uh I will say, like, uh I know that we know this, but like Scott has mastered uh yeah. like he's yeah. very skilled at this point. Extremely. He knows like, like, he was like, he, like on a dime, he was doing all of it. Right. And he's not as like exhausted as he used to be. I guess he yeah. has more pin particles now, but like, you know, it used to be like oh. All right, this is my last. <laughs> this is my yeah, final yeah, attack. When you grow big, you get, you get real sleepy, right? And so right. yeah, or like the, and and I thought it was fun. It was a callback because um, I feel like they mentioned whenever Cassie got big, she was like craving citrus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Like, does anyone have any orange slices? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> was uh, that in a uh, Civil War? I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, was, it wasn't in. Yeah, I say yeah, it wasn't in the uh, Ant Man movies. Right. Yeah, that. Yeah, I thought I just, I just, man, I, I just don't get the the backlash of the movie. Like, I don't get people are like, this is one of the worst. This is blah blah blah. We'll get to the Rotten Tomatoes, but like, I was like, I, I don't get about it, the Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, no, oh. I, I mean, I definitely, I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of negative about it too, and I mean, I don't, I don't understand all negative. Like to me, it, it was like I said, it wasn't a great movie. It was a good movie, in my opinion. And to me, it was uh, in in the middle. Like I'll I'll have to actually think about where this is going to go in the ranking. Same, but yeah, I haven't even put it in my ranking yet. I haven't even thought about it. I've yeah, like, thought I'll, about it. I'll, I'll have to look. Mine'll be in my head. I'm like, is this better than my my bar right now? Mentally, is this better or worse than Captain Marvel? Okay. Right now, I'm leaning towards it's better. Not not much. But slightly, but that could be recency bias. Yeah, that's a good point too. That that recency bias does play a big factor. Yeah, normally yeah. for me, the newness uh, has it do well. Yeah, I, that's not the case for me today. Like, I yeah, do think it's better than No Way uh, than Love and Thunder. Oh yeah, uh, I totally agree with that. I don't know but, if I do. Yeah, Spencer, Spencer probably uh, won't. Agree. Nah, I don't know if I do. We're gonna, <laughs> nah, nah, I don't know. And yeah. you know we'll we'll survey some folks. Uh, we'll yeah. see. Oh, another funny scene: Bill Mary's Bill Mary's character like drinking that little octopus thing. Oh yeah, yeah. that crunch. Yeah, you just hear it, like crying and everything. Oh, oh yeah, that, that, that crunch disgusting. was. Oh, because that was that was a heavy crunch. Yeah, and the way uh, Hope was like the, the way they got him up out of there was cool too. Like like kind yeah, of a callback to that she used the pin particle to enlarge it to grow that and thing then, and that thing was pissed yeah <laughs> yeah that was uh that was great i i like yeah. that that's how that happened yeah i like how they um now what were your just your own personal what were your thoughts on janet just not wanting to talk about any of it no nah, you gotta talk oh. about that you gotta talk about that if, if, if that's my wife you've been going 30 years and you got all this to happen? <laughs> oh, you got to tell me that. No. Yeah. We got we to hash it. We got to go to therapy on that one. We got to talk to this one out. <laughs> nah. Yeah, talk to the pastor on that one, man. Right. Hey. I'm telling you, because you go in this new world, you find like, yo, this dude look like a human. And he not even human. You mean to tell me you was with this dude or this yeah. thing? Yeah. I'm like, no. Nah. 30 years? <laughs> that was so. that was the most annoying part about our character, which, you know, was done on purpose. But it definitely was like, hold on. Like, we're we leaving out some key details, man. Yeah, like, like why? Because whenever they were about to get sucked into the quantum realm, she was like, "There's some stuff I probably should have told y'all." Yeah, I'm like, Bro. they wouldn't be doing half of this research if you would have given, yeah, like even we just give the detail. Here. Yeah, just say Kang. Like you ain't got to give the full backstory. Just be like, "There's somebody down there who's extremely dangerous, and we do not want to take any chances yeah. of them getting here." And he, and he black. I, I bet you know <laughs> Hank kind of old. Hank was like. Oh, this is a nigger. <laughs> you mean to tell me you was with this nigger? Yeah. Oh god. Was, uh, Hank, you know, Hank. Oh, he, he was comic book. Oh. Comic book. Hank probably throws the n word around. <laughs> I will say, what? I can't even defend Hank on that one. I don't I can't know about. Even I don't know about this Hank, but comic you book know, Hank. He, yeah, he's uh, 
He definitely. Yeah, Chandler Hank probably might have put his hands on Jen. Yeah, like, oh, I, ain't no problem. Oh, he definitely. Oh, would've. he absolutely. Did. You know those memes where it's like, I wish men were, you know, like they were back in the 40s. And then oh, it's oh, men God. in the 40s. <laughs> like, Bro, he was I a man of one. the 40s. Bro, I saw was. one where it was like, man, I wish men were like they were. And then it'd be like a meme of 1938. Randy Orton, RKO. Yeah, it's, it's Randy Orton. It's Stone Cold. It's it's something terrible happening. It's like awful, bro. Somebody cocking back and just yeah, yeah. See the like Batman smacking like Robin face. Yeah, yeah. Hank that was that was Hank. Like thank Hank, God we don't got Hank. Comic book Hank, man. Yeah, Hank's hands were rated uh, <laughs> J for Janet. <laughs> he didn't was, believe in equality. He smacked every yeah, man. He's, and we'll be... Yeah, he he believed in equal rights and equal lefts. <laughs> oh, he's uh, terrible. It was but awful. I don't know that MCU Hank was doing nah, that. In, in, nah, no. MCU, he might be. He, he was. He was good guy back then. Hopefully, I don't oh, know. Yeah. He, he was mad at Bill though. Bill Foster oh, was black. Was, I don't know. He, Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> All right. They, they did have a falling out. He might call Bill the N word a couple of times. Oh, no. no. He was on the scene. Ah, he was on Captain Falcon. He was on, sorry. He was on Falcon's team in Civil War. I'm sure he. No, I guess that was Scott. Nah, so he, Scott. He, he was, uh, yeah, that was Scott. Hank he was pissed that uh, he was even at the airport helping Captain America. Well, like in Ant Man 2, and Ant Man 2, he was like, yo. You got my suit. You over here in Amsterdam or Germany? No, he's like you in Germany fighting with Captain America. You made the block with That's a all. black falcon. Yeah. Well, we go. I don't think you're always trying to make everybody racist. Oh, yeah, I don't think that's that what. <laughs> I got good job, Cap. Good job Cap. fighting that Black Panther, though. <laughs> right. Like I don't. No, I don't think that's always trying to make somebody racist. Tried to make cat racist. False rumors. <laughs> false accusations. I just assume yeah, every character from the 1930s, <laughs> that's just how they are. Right. I mean, that's a fair assumption. Yeah. Like, there are I a lot like, of... Uh, I was going to say, I do I do like that the guy who worked in the um, at the food place called him Spider-Man. He said, hey, oh, yeah. go, go Spider-Man. And then he figured out the end. He's like, oh, you the other bug guy. Let me charge you to go in. It's $12. Yeah, that was yeah, definitely 12 Yeah. Yeah. He was that's like, funny. yeah, your money's no good here, Spider-Man. But Ant-Man... I'll be twelve dollars. <laughs> yeah, and he was kind of like, yeah. "God cash damn, twelve dollars!" Yeah, cash yeah. a card. They're talking about twelve dollars. Yeah. Good call back yeah. to the Baskin Robbins from the first Ant Man when he. Uh, oh yeah, boss the cake. That was yeah. hilarious. The cake looked awful. It was terrible looking. It was like some Walmart yeah. quality. And then, cake. Yeah. and then when he ate it, he was like, eh. "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." Oh, dude, that pizza scene. Do you know how how convenient having pill particles would be? That was oh, callback. Yeah. That was the callback to one of the Back to the Futures. I don't know which one, but I know that in one of the Back to the Futures, they put a pizza in like a machine and then it hydrates it and then it comes out huge. Ew, okay. Dude, that'd be cool. That like, you, you can make this small pizza and then just make it a little bit big, drop a little drop on it. You know how much yeah. money you would save? Yeah, he was talking oh, about yeah. that. I was like, yeah, yeah that's what he talked about. <laughs> yeah, like I would, oh, yeah, like you could, uh, you could feed the hunger. Yeah, because when he br- she brought it, I was like, "Wait, what?" And he dropped it on it. I was like, "I got it." Yeah, when he yeah. brought it, that's what I figured they were gonna do. But I thought it was gonna end up large. Like I thought it was gonna be big as hell, not just a regular oh, yeah. size pizza. 
That's funny. That's funny. Have, yeah. Have y'all seen the movie Downsizing? I'm just curious. No, I haven't seen it. I oh, meant to I've watch it. it but yeah, I, I meant to watch it and never did. Yeah, yeah, so like they got they were in normal size and they got real small and, yeah. and they got to take all the assets with them. Yeah, I don't know. Some reason uh, I start to think about downsizing now when I watch Ant Man. So like when cool. I watch them both of them, I'm like, man, this is it seems cool, but it also seems real dangerous. Yeah. Oh yeah, real dangerous. I'm trying to think like action scene wise, I would still probably put. Ant-Man 1, as far as like just action scenes, number one, as far as like we're, if we're just writing action scenes in the movies. Ant-Man 2 like, did have some pretty good action car, scenes. The car the car chase scene, the kitchen like scene. The, yeah, the kitchen scene. That kitchen scene was nice. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't get none of this in this movie now. We think about it. Like a lot of like uh, getting big and really small. Based. Yeah, throwing, we, you know, throwing stuff and making it bigger. Uh, yeah, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't get any like object use, but yeah, that's also what I mean, they use. were in the, they were in the quantum realm. So like, we only saw them use particles on the the battery, right? That's but true. there wasn't just a bunch of stuff to make big and small in the quantum right. realm. I don't think like they, it was just rocks. I'm trying to think. Cassie and Modok's fight. She got big, right? Yeah, I mean, but, she, when she got big, she just was able, easily able to beat him. Yeah, oh, yeah, not right. a problem. Yeah. I was like, that was really they can solve any issues if they got big. Like, yeah, so it looked like good. So, well, because well, he did he did struggle when he was big against like all the little ships that were shooting at him. You yeah. know, right before Cassie came. Mm-hmm. Funny, another funny part: the little red dude uh, when he saw the building shooting. Scott was like, "Is that building shooting?" He's like, "You know, like, says, is, that like, is that building alive?" alive? He was like, "All of yeah, yours like, are dead." Yeah, <laughs> that, little, that little red dude. That, he, he was a good. One. That was funny, bro. Yeah. That was that dude was funny. Um, his uh, voice is good. Oh, girl, who's the leader? Uh, she oh. was strong as fuck. She put in that work. Yeah, like because every time I saw, her, I was like, she's strong. Yeah, she beating them down hand to hand. Yeah, and she had her little staff was a Harmon. Yeah, Harmon. I will say the uh. The henchmen, they definitely look like some people you've seen uh uh Rick and Morty. Like oh, yeah. like no facial, they didn't really talk much. It reminds me of Star Wars. This I feel like this this movie definitely gave like some the characters was like some real Star Wars vibe, in my opinion. Or in, in like Guardians of the Galaxy. Like those two movies definitely gave me the vibe of like all the creatures that we saw. Guardians, yeah, because yeah, I, I feel like Guardians has influenced it, the MCU. Just kind of the broccoli head dude, yeah. He looked like, yeah, like I because it reminded me of Men in Black. Like, some of the people, oh, yeah, saw like took me to my Men in Black time, so yeah, like I, but I feel like I got the same thing when I watched Guardians. Like, some of the just things that we saw that Mm. were not humanoid, yeah, like just I think Men in Black is where my mind goes usually. Just because yeah. that's one of my earliest memories yep. of seeing it on TV, right? Definitely, yeah. I, I would say so. When my wife was like, um, the scene where you first meet the broccoli dude and like he's trying to hit on uh Hope, she's like, Damn, oh, no yeah. matter what universe you go to, it's some toxic dude out here, <laughs> yeah. Well, you like toxic. What did he say? I can't remember. We don't know. Well, did, it, did she know what he said at that moment? I 
thought she did. I I thought they had drank the juice and he was. Oh, yeah, yeah they had drank the juice at that moment. Oh, yeah, I thought she, she was, was like, sitting was down. No yeah, she had just drank the juice. Came he over. Said something to her. What's though? your name? He's like, what's? Did he say, what's your name? What? I, I forgot. But yeah, he yeah, he said something know. like, uh, "Hey, I'm trying to get the number." Yeah, yeah, like, but, you know, something those lines. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, that's, that's funny. Real unfortunate. <laughs> that's funny. And this is yeah. gonna sound terrible, but like, because we know uh, Paul Rudd is like not aging, right? But I watched Ant Man one and two, and like Evangeline Lilly, like she's aging a little bit, and I only noticed because Paul Rudd is not like Paul Rudd looks the same, right? But Makes sense. She, she, I mean, it's been seven years, uh, right. or eight years. Even. I think it's been eight years. I think Ant Man One is 2015. Yeah. Yep. So it's been like her looking older makes sense, right? But Paul Rudd looks the same. Yeah, Paul Rudd I, is one of them. You like for real? I had to explain to my wife because she wasn't feeling uh, Hope's haircut. I had to explain to her, well, that's how Janet looks in the comics, and they're kind of combining these two characters. So yeah, she wasn't she wasn't feeling the short haircut. Really, I, I, I was cool with it. I, she said she liked it better with the long hair. I also liked her because I watched Endgame recently, and when like her, she had a ponytail in that, and I was like, "See, I like that. That works for me." Yeah, no, I'm not against short hair, but well, I was I, a little. I'm not against short hair, but I didn't like it on like I didn't like that style on her. Yeah, I I was a little disappointed in her character in the movie. Like she didn't really do much. Oh, I agree. She, she came in. She, she came in clutch. That's she did it. twice. She did. Well, it was twice. Like, she. Oh, oh yeah. At the end, yeah. Like if the movie is named Ant Man and the Wasp, you expect really a Wasp? Yeah, I don't really see a character art for Wasp. Well, like I didn't. Well, it, Janet. It should, Janet was also the Wasp, and she had a big part in the movie. Yeah, technically. No, we know. I mean, honestly, this movie was the Ant Family. Like that's what it was. Like it, I agree with Brandon in that. Like there was not a lot of wasp in it, but yeah, I mean, no character. I mean, since the second one was called Ant Man and the Wasp, I guess I, they again. This should have just been called the Ant Family. Yeah, yeah. man, I was really so. Brandon kind of mentioned it. He thought uh, Ant Man was going to die. I thought oh. I was going to get trapped over. I'm really, I'm really glad we talked about Same. that. I also thought, like, whenever he pushed her in, I was like, oh, we lose Scott. Yep. That's yep. it. And then yep. when Janet came in, I was like, oh, we lose them both? Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Uh, and, and I was like, Cassie's just going to, I mean, Cassie's probably an adult, but I was like, she's just going to have to be raised by her grandparents now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like, I, I thought we were going to lose them both because that's what they're doing now. Like, they are leaning into the older people retiring and or being lost in some way and the younger generation taking over. So I was also pretty sure Scott was going to be lost, like not necessarily die, but like just be in the quantum realm. Hence now and forevermore. Right. That's exactly what I thought. I think. See, yeah. Like from a, like a movie girl perspective, I was like, man, I kind of wanted Stakes. I kind of wanted. If we're gonna lose Kang, he needs to go out. I don't think we should have lost, but he needs to go out like take somebody catching a body. Yeah, he need to catch a body. But from a business perspective, I'm like, okay, we're probably gonna get another one more, probably one more 
um, Ant Man movie, right? Oh, uh, you think you think you think one more? I think we get one more. Now that we got another one, and we're and I think they're I think they want to do one more, like street level kind of what we saw from one and two. Like this was kind of yeah. that big event, but I think they want to get back to okay street level Scott Lang heist type stuff because um, they have to break. I I need to see Luis again. Exactly. Like, I think that's the last one you do it with. And so business wise, you don't want to do that and obviously take out your and Paul Rudd is like, I mean, out of the people still left. I mean, there's not many movie stars left out of the people we got. Like Paul Rudd is one of the last ones. They're they're building a lot of these new people from the ground. Exactly. So it's like and Paul Rudd, like we don't need him to die. It's just it would have been like a, you know, cool add on. But, you know, I see why you would. So I get both sides. I I was surprised when they didn't. And again, that's just because of the direction that things are going. Like, I right, thought yeah. that this movie was going to be a vehicle for a new shrinking and growing member. Right, right. Or for the, I guess, the second generation or the replacement of the Ant-Man person. So that's, right. I, I was under the impression that we were going to lose Scott. And then when, uh, when Hope went in there, my mind didn't say, oh, she's going to save him. My mind said, oh, we're losing them both. Right, yeah. right. Exactly what I thought, too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, Yeah. I think they want to do one more. Obviously, Cassie's going to, you know, be part of that whole Young Adventures agenda. And, uh, yeah, and I think go that route. I think that, um, I mean, there's usually more than one resident uh, genius. And I guess she'll be second to Riri. Yeah. Or unless Shuri as far as far as, as far unless Shuri as far as like the kids, yeah, yeah, I feel like they got a bang of smart people right now. I mean, that's yeah. usually how it goes. Like most yeah. of these people are geniuses in some form. Um, I mean, because we have we have the ones that right like we have the ones that throw hands, and then the ones that are super smart. Like that's yeah. Yeah, that's that's the combo. And uh, right now, get the bishop. She throws hands. Right. Yeah. Uh America Chavez, she's she's probably gonna be one throwing hands. Yeah. Uh, and it'd be so, good to have an expert on pin particles in the you know in the young Avengers. Oh yeah. And I mean we knew that she was gonna be like like we knew that this was the setup and that she was on her way in and like they th- this wasn't a secret. Right. But I didn't know I guess I didn't know that she would be a genius and be able to like build stuff herself. I thought that she would just kind of like understand what Hank kind of teaches her or what Scott teaches her. And that'd be the extent of it. But I guess right. I didn't, it didn't occur to me that she would have her own ability to be involved in that way. Yeah. And, uh, and I know nothing about her as far as the comic books go. So, do you, so do you guys want to start talking about rankings and ratings and reviews right quick? Uh, sure. Like, let's start with what do you guys give it a scale of one to ten? I Brian, you go first. Oh, Spencer, you got it. Okay. I mean, sure. Um, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a six and a half, six point five. That's where I was at too. Okay, I'm going seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah. Um. Spencer, well, all three of us, uh, we should have had this handy already on this. Should we 
place it in our you know our league list i'm gonna have to think about it because i don't i don't have an answer right now like i'm gonna have to look at my list i'm gonna have to do some evaluating i'm gonna have to pray about it (laughs) (laughs) okay so we'll, we'll have the people stay tuned to see where we stick this at you know in our league in our league list yeah i think for me it's uh, it's hovering 15. It's, it's hovering around the 15 mark. But, mine's, uh, just, mine's just between like 17 and 20. Yeah. So somewhere between Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 1, Thor 11 Thunder, and Iron Man 2. Uh, yeah. I think I think this might this might be bottom 10. Like high bottom 10. <sighs> but I, I but I mean, if you got, it makes sense for you because I mean, if you have Love and Thunder, if you think Love and Thunder is better, then it definitely makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But I have Love and Thunder dead in the middle. Like Love and Thunder is fifteen for me. Right. That's what I mean. Like if it's and like I got, I think I had Ant Man fifteen. I want to say, I think it's a little better for me. So I mean, it wouldn't be pat anything close. You know, anything above thirteen is blasphemous to me, but. Otherwise, I think it's yeah around that area, but fifteen to twenty. Yeah, this is looking real twenty-ish, twenty-one-ish. Okay, we'll we'll have to get that plugged in because I'm sure the people want to know where this is going to yeah. be plugged in at. Yeah. Well, fellas, are you are you are you ready for the Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, let's see what I'm looking happens. at the score right now. I'm just I'm in, I'm like wow. I'll give you guys a few seconds to think about it. Uh, let me get it pulled up again. And uh, yeah, which one? Which one do you guys like to start off? I can go. I can go. Brandon, what do you think the critic score is? The critic score is a fifty-eight. And what do you? Th- uh, we'll go to Spencer. You say fifty-eight, Spencer. What do you think the critic score is? Based on what I've heard, I want to say, or like based on what I've heard about how the critics feel, um, I feel like it's lower than that. Um, I, I think the critics gave it like a 52. Okay. Brenny said 58, right? Mm-hmm. So cur- currently sitting with 303 reviews, the critic score is at a 47. Ooh, what? Which I thought that's that's that is, only that is I would have been respectable with a 66 or a 65. Like I would have been good like, with that. I I thought like I think that's where it should be, but I again I've heard that it's being I've heard it's not being reviewed well or received well. And that's why I figured the critics went low, but below 50 is a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, wild to me. I don't. I don't get it. Brandon, what do you think the audience score is? Audience, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seventy-five. Seventy-five. Okay, Spencer, what do you think? Um. God, I don't know how the audience is gonna feel like. A part of me thinks that the audience was like an 83, but another part of me thinks the audience might be like a 71. Um, 
I'm going to go. Seventy-six. What'd you say, Brennan? I want to say I said seventy-five. Okay, Spencer, man, you were heading in the right direction. The audience score is sitting right now with over five thousand reviews at eighty-four percent. Oh, hey, there we go. Yeah. Uh, okay. I guess so you were close when you said it. eighty-three. So yeah, which I didn't think a lot of people would hate it. I mean, I figured critics, because you know, critics be critiquing. Yeah, but yeah, the audience <laughs> is where it's at. I mean, in yeah. the audience, uh, I figure the audience was looking at, you know, Jonathan Major's performance, um, the comedy that was in it, and Bill Murray's inclusion. Like, that'll, yeah. like, those three things will, you know, get you somewhere. The yeah, first thought, man, oh, what was you about to say, Brian? I Heading in, I was like, this might be a B minus. Like, I'm, I'm heading in thinking, all right, I'm expecting a B minus, maybe even lower. To me, it exceeded expectations. Um, yeah, I, I just think 84 is about where it should be. Like, that makes sense to me. It's a good movie. Like I said, it's a good movie. Not great, but it's good. Yeah, I I think that I thought it would do better before seeing it. Like, before it came out, I thought that... Uh, because it was the introduction of Kang, and we knew that, I, I figured it was going to do better. But yeah, based on the re- based on what I'd heard, because I hadn't heard all I had heard was it's not getting good reviews. Like that yeah, was same. that's all because I because like I didn't look into it or anything. I didn't uh, you know I avoided all of the things. But like people were just saying to me like, "Hey, have you heard anything about it?" And I was like, "No," and they were like, "Yeah, it's not being reviewed well." And I, I think this will be one. This is, you know, there's there's like one movie every, there's like two or three movies every like five, six years for the MCU where initially it's taken one way, but then, you know, after a couple of years, you rewatch and you go, damn, all right. It's ain't that like. I think the first Ant Man was kind of that way. Like, I feel like when it came out, people didn't appreciate it as much as they do now. Yeah. And I think it's controversial, but I think Wakanda Forever is not going to age as well. Because uh, I, I think we're going to remove ourselves from the emotion and like purely at it for the movie, we're going to go. Mm. Well, you know. yeah, there were some questionable decisions made by the characters. Uh, I'm not going to deny that because it doesn't make sense for you to fight the water people on a boat in the middle of the water and not have at least life jackets. But <laughs> you yeah. do. Two final questions for me that we didn't even hit on yet. But I'll start with the first one. How do you guys feel about the whole entire new thing now is about the multiverse? How do you guys feel about that? Are you guys enjoying this whole multiverse saga? Sure. I mean, we're not really. I don't know. I mean, we, haven't, I mean, we haven't done anything with it yet, and it's kind of it's getting people familiar with what multiverse concept is. I feel like that's what a lot of these movies are doing right now. Yeah, I, I, mean, I can, yeah. I can say sincerely that, um, honestly, I don't know that I'm a huge fan. I think that I like for things to stay a little more contained. Uh, 
And the multiverse oftentimes is just an excuse for killing somebody to mean nothing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in multiverse situations, uh, it can be used as a vehicle to eliminate stakes. Because yeah. you can, I mean, you, you're kind of free to do what you want because you can just say, you just pull stuff from a different universe and then not worry about it. I I like it when we are telling different stories in different universes. So like there's a completely different universe where we have these same characters who are living very different lives and going through very different things. I like it in that regard, but I think the way that the MCU is doing it, um, I'm not a huge fan of generally speaking. Murder, what's your name? I'm still in the middle on it. I don't know if we've necessarily executed it very well. I think, like Spencer said, I think I think you could, there's a way to do it to keep it a little more contained to each character. I think that's kind of what I like about this is we're doing multiversal, but it's quantum mania. Like we've already, we talked about quantum, we talked about the quantum realm in Ant-Man 1, right? Like, so we were, introduced to okay this is a part of his world right whereas this concept of his world right whereas like dr strange we didn't necessarily talk about a ton of we talked about different realms like different realms and things of that nature but i don't know it just wasn't executed as well and i just thought this movie did a good job of like I don't know, kind of touching on the realm and like fully immersing yourself in it. Now, I like touching on it a little bit, but really like, okay, we're going to get weird. Let's just get weird. Let's just go all all in um, and not just be like, oh, well, the fans won't understand. And I think, honestly, I think MCU is suffering from a, as we talked about this a million times, but like expectations issue where they have these names and these, they, and part of it is their fault. They're going, hey, this game, this movie's going to change the Eternals is going to change the way we see MCU movies. And then it's just like, ugh, like, you know what I mean? So they need to just chill out with the expectations, just make their movies, keep it relaxed, chill a little bit, and don't necessarily like on to like these big, huge titles. Like, we used to not have these back in phase one, two, three. Like, but we were all, but we were always building towards something that we didn't know it because I I feel like I'm I'm actually right now don't mind like I'm, I'm actually I feel like they're doing a lot of hand holding right now like keep introducing the concept of multiverse to us they did it in Spider Man they did it in Doctor Strange now they're doing it again with this movie like so I feel like they're continually trying to get us familiar with the concept of the multiverse and I necessarily don't mind right now because I feel like it took what. 20 10 years to figure out uh, we were what we knew what we were building towards but we didn't know what we were building towards either with infinity war and you know and all that so i feel like we're still at the tip of the iceberg i feel like as far as like this multiversal saga uh saga and so i'm still sitting back and enjoying the ride but i just want to ask you that then my last question is that we didn't even talk about this is the first movie in phase five like we we didn't mention that so now we have a whole we're in a whole new set we're in a whole new set of movies, so it's going to be interesting to see how all these movies go. What's the next one? 
Yeah, and Shows. Guardians. I think Guardians is in May. Oh, Guardians. Yeah, yeah. Right, so, and that seems like fairly contained. Like that seems like that's just gonna be. I know. I've seen. Uh, unfortunately, you know, going to the theater, you have to see the trailers. I so I, close I, my I, eyes. I, I, uh, yeah, I I started talking to my friend during the trailer to try yeah, to. I, I, I had to watch it. It, look, it looks emotional, so I feel like it. I did see. One. I did see uh, Rocket. I, I assume it was Rocket. I saw a raccoon on like a table. Oh yeah, yeah. Like being. Yeah. I was said this was gonna be pretty emotional. I feel like so. Everybody bring bring your napkins, bring your hankies. Yeah. I don't think so everybody like made it. Yeah, yeah and I did see that Groot is still thick. Yeah, boy, oh, man, yeah. on the weights. Yeah, Groot, Groot is a, this Groot is a thick boy. But I am interested in Adam Warlock and how they execute that. That'll be interesting. I hope they don't. Uh, I, hope I they didn't. Don't, like, uh, make them funny. I guess I wasn't paying enough attention because I did not see him in the trailer. But I also didn't watch. Like I didn't actively watch the trailer, so I didn't gotcha. see him in it. Like I don't know who's playing him or anything. Yeah. He's pretty pretty good actor. I forgot what else he's in, but it's pretty good. I'm I, yeah, I forgot, I forgot what I'm, his name is. Nope, don't tell me. I'm an I'm a C. Yeah. I'm so, sure that I'll see something before the movie actually comes out, but I'll just find out who it's gonna be. Yeah. Um, well, I'll say anything else about the movie. Shit, man. So. People are wilding with these with these ratings, but you know, neither here nor there. No, nah, this I think MCU gotta just keep pushing. You, you, the critics now, I think critics it's fun for critics now to dump on MCU movies now. I think that's yeah. the trend. Yeah. So no matter yeah, what I, you put out, it's like I, whatever. I think critics might go out of their way to be harder on MCU movies just because of what the MCU has become. Exactly. Agreed. Exactly. I think Black Panther was a was kind of there's an asterisk on that because we know why, but otherwise they're gonna dump on pretty much everything. Yeah, if they're able to, they will. Yeah, because while again this movie was not just spectacular, forty seven is low. Oh, yeah, I agree. that's extremely like, that's, low. That's, that's wild. That's insane. Yeah, like 40, I wonder. Did I don't agree. Love and Thunder was Love and Thunder higher or lower? I do higher. Remember. I bet. I bet it was higher. I'm surprised. That's a joke. Yeah, that's a joke. It's wild. Yeah, like I like I don't, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's higher. It was sixty, so I just checked it just now, and it could have gone up since we did that review, but it's currently sitting at sixty four for the critic and seventy seven for the audience. Yeah, that's what. Like the fact that people, more people enjoyed the audience wise, enjoyed this, and the critics hated it twenty, almost twenty points more. It's wild. It's wild disparity. Yeah, doesn't make sense. But I am excited for. I'm really excited for Guardians, but I'm really excited for the Marvels. Like I'm getting more and more excited. I saw that poster. Outcomes. I saw yeah. that poster that they released. Ready for that. Yeah, like I'm excited for that one. So uh, I'm I'm ready for this. This should be a big year for the MCU. Yeah. Okay, well, you know, once again, let us know your thoughts, your opinions. Uh, we also want to know. What you thought about the movie, you can do that by joining us on Facebook at the League of Melanated Gentlemen Podcast. Uh, you can also, you know, add us on Twitter at the League at the at the LMG Podcast, and then like and subscribe to our YouTube channel.
So uh, I would like to say, generally speaking, for movies and spoilers, we have a rule about like you can. We try to do no spoilers for minimum one week upon release. Yeah, so we good. give people one week from the release to, you know, see it, and we will not do any spoilers, and we ask that you do not do any spoilers. But after that week, fair game. Thanks. Yeah, we so, might you know, put that in the group. So. You you can. How about how about this? You join the group. You know, you write your thoughts and ideas down on your little notepad. Let 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 a week pass. We can have pass, and then let saving your drafts. Yeah. yeah, save any of those drafts and let us know. Yeah. So we'll never duplicate it. Always appreciate it. And forever melanated. <laughs>